Psych Bites with CCS is a weekly podcast hosted by Student Life's Counseling and Consultation Service. This show is dedicated to discussing a wide range of topics pertaining to mental health commonly experienced in the college setting. It is important to note that this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. All of the topics on this show, while discussed by professionals, are strictly psychoeducational and meant to inform listeners on available resources, skills, and support. Topics on this show can be sensitive in nature, and should you find yourself needing additional support or resources, please visit ccs.osu.edu or call us at 614-292-5766. With that in mind, enjoy the show. is up everybody and welcome to psych bites with ccs my name is josh and today we are joined by mary desenzo a licensed independent social worker with a supervisory designation and an actrp c i need you to tell me what that is <laughs> sure josh that stands for advanced certification trauma and resiliency practitioner clinical okay Well, thank goodness for acronyms, because that is a mouthful. You are also the embedded clinician for CCS at the Fisher College of Business. Right. Awesome. So today, you and I are going to be speaking about time mapping, which I think is a very practical and effective tool to have, and obviously very pointed towards our demographic of college students. So I'd like to start off by simply asking, what is time mapping? Simply, time mapping is a strategy to take control of our time, and um, it's a way to achieve better balance in our life. Okay. Why? How about that? (laughs) How about why then? So if that's what it is, and that seems very nice, right? Control our time and achieve better balance. Why would I want that? Well, just as we use maps to maneuver through space and time, um, like I would be lost without my Google Maps. Sure. Same. Um, Time mapping helps us navigate through the time frame of a week, and we can figure out how to get from to do to done. All right. That sounds pretty appealing. You've got me. You've got me. All right. So let's let's get into a little bit more. What can we do with this? How does it help? Okay. What do we start? What do sure. we talk about? Well, first of all, I think it's the most important thing it does is really quiet that little nagging voice that we all have when we've got a lot on our plate, you know, that's saying too much to do, too little time, you know, and that's what causes us to feel anxious. Um, Symptoms of anxiety, which no one likes to feel. Very true. Yeah. And so it really forces us to focus on our priorities. Okay. We'll talk about that in a minute, um, how we we do prioritize, um, how we go about doing this. And it really is helpful in reducing procrastination. I hear that a lot from students. Mm-hmm. You know, how can I help? I'm procrastinating. And really procrastinating happens because the task before us looks too big, you know, and um, we only have the energy of today. And so many times that is drained. And so we're looking at what we feel like is a big task. We don't have the energy to do it. So we push it away. Right. Okay. But to avoid procrastination, this, this helps because it causes us to break down all tasks into smaller portions, right? Kind of like manageable chunks so that nothing looks too big. It's not like climbing a mountain. It's just getting over a hill. Okay. Series of hills. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so where can we go from there? Maybe we could talk about 
maybe just like walking through how do we do it? Like, mm-hmm. how does this work? Sure. So, um, first of all, I think that it really does help us develop a more realistic understanding of the time it takes us to do things. Um, and so you follow a series of detailed steps. And what I'll do is just kind of walk you through those steps. Okay. Right? Um, so the first thing is you want to make sure that you can identify some tool to externalize all of your responsibilities. Believe it or not, I talk to students who kind of keep their to-do lists in their head, mm-hmm. right? And it's no wonder that someone feels pretty stressed when they've got all that going on up there. So you have to externalize um, all of your responsibilities. So choose maybe a paper planner for some people or an electronic calendar, something like that. Um, then the first thing you do is make a list of your commitments. Um, and that's what I mean by a commitment is I need to be in this place at this time. Okay. Right. It's not flexible. So that might look like um, in class. Right. I've got to attend class. I've got to work. Um, I've got a club meeting. I've got a sports practice. Um, I always call my family on Sunday nights. Um, I want to make sure I get in my meals. Right. Um, okay. And getting ready in the morning. That's kind of commitment, right? Like okay. You got to be wherever you are to. It's like going as far as scheduling, get up, get dressed, brush Everything. my teeth, yeah. all the things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so um, you're going to record those commitments on your calendar first and make sure that you're, again, thinking pretty realistically, like how long does it really take you to get ready in the morning? Mm-hmm. You'd like mm-hmm. to think it's a half hour. Why is it that you walk out of the door, you know, at 50 minutes instead of 30, those kinds of things. So, um, Then the next thing you do is make a list of those flexible tasks that need to get done, like your academics, homework, um, assignments, those kinds of things. And there's other things, too, like maybe you are a part of an organ. You've got a role in that organ. You've got some work to do for that. Okay. Um, Or I need to make my grocery list, you know, things like that. Right. So those are kind of flexible tasks, right? Yeah. So that comes next. Then you're going to prioritize both your academic and your other task list and think about it as what to do when you're going to prioritize it by time. Then the next step, you're going to break down your assignments um, into tasks that are smaller. So an example of this might be you've got a research paper due, right? Mm -hmm. And so instead of just putting research paper, put research paper and break it down and think about um, the first thing I have to do is, Go online and like look at the articles that I'm going to choose, right? So I'm going to review articles. Maybe that's the first step and choose three of them, something like Mm -hmm. that. I'm going to have to read my first article, read my second article, read my third article, right? Like get into that detail. Then maybe the next step is um, a draft, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Then the next step is, um, you know, kind of reworking, editing, and then making a final copy. So there's lots of steps in that. And what you're going to do is break those down. You're going to assign each step a time. And a good strategy to try at the start Mm -hmm. is to allow about an extra 15 minutes for each hour that you've got planned. Because most of us underestimate the time it takes us to do things. And so by tacking on that extra 15 minutes, if you don't need it, great, you've got a break. Okay. But if so, you do need it, it's there and it doesn't throw everything out of whack. A fun little reward for kind of being on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So let me kind of re, re <clears throat> summarize where we're at because we just hit a bunch of steps. Yeah. So first off, I need to go get a planner. 
calendar, something that I can write this stuff down, Mm -hmm. right? Get it out of my head onto something a little more tangible. Right. Got it. Next thing, I'm going to look at all the things I have to do. I have to wake up. I have to get ready. Mm -hmm. I have to eat. I have to go to class. I have to go to work, clubs, right? whatever. So get all the have to's, get them listed out. Mm -hmm. Then I do all the things I'd like to do or the things that are kind of just extracurricular, not necessary, but important to me and have some level of time constraint on them. Right. Okay. Then I get to prioritize these two lists that I've made. So when I'm making these lists, this is just on like a piece of paper off to the side. I'm Mm -hmm. not putting it in my calendar yet. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. All right. So I've got my two lists. I've prioritized them by importance and time and whatever else. Mm -hmm. And then I chunk them up. So like the example with the term paper, I thought was really good. So breaking it down to its internal components Mm -hmm. and making each one of those like an achievable goal versus the Mount Everest of papers. Let's turn it into, like you said before, a bunch of little hills. Right. All Mm -hmm. right. Good. Now I've estimated the time. I'm overestimating the time Mm -hmm. so I can surprise myself with little time rewards. Now what? So then becomes, it's kind of like putting together a puzzle. You work through your lists with, again, the first things that are prioritized and you work them into those gaps that you see on your calendar. Remember, you've already put on your calendar your commitments. Mm -hmm. So what you're going to do is work these around your commitments. Um, Work them in. Think about how you're doing that, right? Some people might like to approach their steps to that paper all at once. Mm -hmm. If you've got a, whatever you think is going to take, a three-hour time block, you know, then fine. If that's what works best for you, great. Other people might like to split that up throughout the week. Mm -hmm. This way you do a little bit one day, a little bit the next day, a little bit the next day. So you go to fit those things into the open spaces that you have. And what you'll find is like, maybe you have like go to bed, you know, and um, at 11 or something. And maybe it's going to be a night where you got to stretch that a little bit, right? Because there's nowhere else where this piece will fit. But you can look at the next day and say, you know what, like maybe I can get some better sleep in that next day. Or um, you move them around so that you can make it fit for you the best that you can. And then the last piece is like, do you have something that's not going to fit? Okay. Right. Um, That then is a sign that, right, like you're taking on too much. Where do I need to cut back? Um, the first thing that I would do is to encourage each student, like if it's an academic task, which usually it is, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a work situation. Like you just found you're working too many um, hours that week, right? Can you talk to your supervisor to see if you can get some time off? Or um, maybe you um, talk with a professor where some things do and say, hey, like this has been a really packed week for me. And is there any way that I could? get this to you like the following day in the morning or something like that. Right. Um, You know, it never hurts to ask. And sometimes you find that professors will respect the fact that you're really trying to make everything work. Um, Can't always guarantee that, but it never hurts to ask. Right. But what this can also do is really show you like where you are putting much of your time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then you can take a look like maybe, are you working too much? Maybe is it um, better that you have to drop a class? I mean, that's extreme, but it could be to that level. Sometimes necessary. Yeah, absolutely. So it helps you figure out where you're spending your time. Uh, Makes that a little easier to make decisions about how to make this work for you. And the the other piece that I want to make sure we we put as a commitment, right? It's making sure that you spend um, some time for yourself and your friends, right? Okay. Um, so that, um, you know, maybe you decide I can't go out every night this weekend, but I'll, you know, I'll skip one. I can get more things done, but I'll still be able to see my friends and get together. 
Okay. So, so yeah. striking up a balance, right? Between Absolutely. academics, leisure, social, professional, mm-hmm. yeah. personal, all that stuff. Right, right. Think of commitments as some time for yourself and socialization too. Okay, wonderful. If I'm not really sure what to do, might there be anybody that I could reach out to? Who can I get support with this? How can I maybe get some training or help? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So... I know that the Student Wellness Center and Dennis Learning Center also do some some help in time management. Okay. So those are two great places to go on campus. It isn't necessarily something that you need to go to counseling for, right? Sure. Um, but counselors can work with you in this way, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes this ends up manifesting itself in really high stress or anxiety, and then a student, you know, will present themselves to a counselor. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a tool that you don't have to use with a counselor. Um, there's also some great resources online. And the one that I like the best is um, Clockify. And so um, a guide to time mapping in the Clockify blog um, is a really good tool. They even have like a time mapping template there. Okay. Um, You can see, they talk about color coding. They talk about the difference between time mapping and time blocking. And I won't get into that today, but it's a really great tool. I'm a big fan of making lists and if I can color code them even better uh, because there's nothing more satisfying than checking something off when I have a big list of things to do. Yeah. So I like that. I might honestly check that myself, Uh, but to our listeners, we can put links to all of these things in the description. So check that out if you are interested. So let's talk maybe a little bit about pitfalls or mistakes that people might make when they are working on time mapping. Okay. I think what I've found is, um, People will tend to skip breaks for themselves and some of that personal time. Wait, so I need to schedule a break in for myself? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. If you're, yeah. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> I will happily schedule some time off. Right. <laughs> Let's do that. It, it could even be like, you know, five, 10 minutes to get up and walk around, get mm-hmm. a drink, something like that. Um, take a breath of, you know, take a walk, get a breath of fresh air, something like that. Sure. Working straight through, um, really, you're not able to do your best. You need to take a break, get your brain refreshed, regenerated. Okay. So, um, but in trying to fit things in, a lot of times people will forget that. And re- remember, we're talking about quick breaks. You know, okay. we're not talking about, you know, like taking a nap for two hours or something like gotcha. that if we're trying okay. to get work done, right? right? Um, Don't underestimate your time. We talked about that. And I think as you do this, the students that I've worked with will say, oh yeah, like I can tell so much better now how long it's going to take me to get something done. And that's even helpful because when they get an assignment, this internal panic doesn't begin to crop up, mm-hmm. right? Because, oh my gosh, like this is such a big, no, I think it's going to take me about this long. And they can immediately begin to like break it down into tasks. Um, when something unexpected occurs, like be ready to move things around, right? Um, I think that's something where sometimes people just throw away the whole plan, mm-hmm. right? But think about how can I really account for, okay, this didn't get done today. At this point, this crisis happened and the whole day was gone. So how am I going to adjust the rest of my week? Again, who am I going to talk to, right? Okay. Uh, to see if I can um, get some some time flexibility there. Um, so I think those are the biggest uh, mistakes that students might make that will trip them up and having this be as helpful as it can. Yeah. I like that. And when you were talking about the something unexpected occurring, so life happening, yeah, as it often does, it reminded me of an analogy that I use with people quite a bit. And tell me if this maybe falls in line with it. But mm-hmm. I'll often tell people who are struggling with their schedules or struggling with the anxiety of I have so many things to do and I've got to get them all done. And if I don't get them done in this way, then everything falls apart. Yeah. I'll ask them to kind of envision like a multi-storied brick building. And then beside it, 
there is a wheat field and I say, okay, here's two ways of going about stuff. You have one that's very rigid. And I said, what do you think about a wheat field? They're like, well, it's kind of loose and it just exists. I was like, right. But if an earthquake happens and we'll say life happens here, what happens? The ground shakes, everything's going crazy. After the earthquake is done, what happens to the brick building? And most people will answer, it will, it breaks down and falls apart. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. So if you're being super rigid with your schedule, meaning not allowing yourself to move things around when life happens, yeah. then you're going to fall apart as soon as life happens. But the wheat field, on the other hand, it was able to bend and move and adjust with the earth shaking. And after the earthquake was done, it goes back to what it was. Mm-hmm. It maintains right. its structure. It maintains what it was originally meant to do. Yeah, right. So That's a great analogy. That's perfect. I like that Absolutely. one. So I throw it around a lot. So I'm glad yeah. it tracks. Yeah, yeah. I think that this, you know, is again, really helpful when that nagging thought, and you're feeling stressed, um, comes up, you can say, nope, I got this all mapped out, right? Like, mm-hmm. I know I can get it done. And all I need to do is take a look at today. One thing I forgot to mention is um, if you choose a calendar tool where you can bring up one day at a time, like definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Some students get very overwhelmed when they look at the whole week of everything. That's okay. You know, it's there. You are only sitting in the energy of today. So sure, you're not going to be able to think about doing all of this with just today's energy. But remember, we get to renew that and refresh that and just focus on today one day at a time. And if you do that, it'll get taken care of. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mary, I really appreciate you taking the time and joining us today. To our listeners, thank you all for dropping in and checking us out. Keep your eyes peeled for our next episode. Take care of yourselves. And until next time, my name is Josh, and this has been Psych Bites with CCS.